always with my faithful I feel like I'm the co-host and you're the host. As always with my faithful co-host Alex. Alex, how are you? Doing? No, that's not that's not what a co-host is. I, before I'm anything, I want to establish that co-host is like you're a partner. So I'm a co-host and you're a co-host. Yeah, There's I not feel like I'm less of a partner because I do like no um, preparation or really any thought. Dude, you run the live streams. That's pretty big. Maybe if I can if I can go like a whole month without doxing us, I'll we can have another conversation about this. But until then, I I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm the host. I think we're co-hosts. That's a. I don't like the way you. I'm more of a sidekick. I'm more of a rat tat kind of kind of. You're not a sidekick. What are you talking about? All right. Regardless of our dynamic, um, welcome to our live stream. Thanks for joining us. If you if you if you joined us last week, um, you got a really exciting sneak peek into our personal information. Full names, you did. security numbers. Yeah. Um, Mother's maiden names. <laughs> Mother's maiden names. Streets that we grew up on in the <laughs> name of first pets. You got to look at all that. But this week we're going to stick mainly to fan fiction because that's what we do here. We're the internet's number one fan fiction podcast. So we yeah. read and review and respond critically um, to fan fiction. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I think um, as our live stream uh, producer, it would might be it might behoove you to check the audio levels before we continue further. Check audio levels. Why am I going too loud? No, you, I, I can barely hear you. You can barely hear me. Right, let me crank my phone yeah. I don't know if that'll be okay. Crank yourself I'm up. Let's up. see how we do. I'm jacked up. It's going to be a delay, so but you'll catch it in a bit. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey coming up yellow i'm coming up yellow let's see if that picks up any better i think i've capped myself oh jack yourself up more jack myself up more i'm redlining i am redlining how does that sound isn't that what is redlining isn't that like a political thing i always thought it was like when you're like rubbing the rpms on your car you're like redlining oh yeah okay but i'm but also an audio you know they have the the uh the green yellow and red Redlining would just be like breaking someone's eardrums. Yeah. How do we sound? I think we sound better now. Sound so better. I think we've I think we've fixed the problem. Okay, well if you missed any of that again, my name's Ryan. This is Alex. This is Suck My Fanfic. Um fan fiction du jour, du week, du yeah. month, do every couple of years we hop on and, and record. Um Oh du jour is like uh, every day. That's right? why I I, I uh, upped the oh, do okay. yeah, I, I did Yeah, up the I, dudes. I did the do. Um I do the do. So today we got we got a good we got an opening topic and we're gonna go right into uh, a fanfic that Alex has been boasting about all day and he sent me a very cryptic photo that I, I'm just he's like good. this is gonna give it away and I have no idea what it's about or what's going on. I thought it would give it away. I guess not. Um, I'm very ignorant. I don't think you're ignorant, but you just I, maybe I just run in in worse circles than you do. <laughs> darker, darker. <laughs> I just yeah, darker corners of the internet. <laughs> exactly. Um, but for today, we're going to hop into our opening topic. Our opening topic is going to be, um, and we haven't talked about this. I checked it with you because I didn't know. On this podcast, we talked about Marvel's What Ifs, the upcoming yep. Disney's Plus show, Marvel's What Ifs. Um, let me just pull ourselves up here. Hold up, hold up. I'm, I'm posting that word. Uh, we're live streaming. So Great. I just doxed our YouTube channel, so... <laughs> You 
<laughs> Let me see if I can catch it on the. Uh, I just pulled the, up like, what our uh, our yeah. um. I pulled up what our theme song is. There's a lot of uh, mystery about that. That's okay. I think that'll be okay. Uh, let me see. Pod. Here we go. Podcasting. There we go. That's 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 it. We did all the hashtags. Hashtags are done. Good for us. So, this is Marvel Studios. What if? Um, mm-hmm. And I think you know we talked about. Um, what's your what's the what's the name of that fan fiction that became a movie? Uh, after. After by Anna Todd. After by Anna Todd. We talk about that, how it made a bunch of money, and then I, I think that, that makes a lot of, you know, that that's a pretty strong argument for how popular fan fiction really is when you kind of strip yeah. it from the taboo of being called fan fiction. But this is like a whole nother level. This is Marvel. This is MCU. This is Disney. Yeah. This is, um, and this is fan fiction, essentially. And I'd like to get your take on it. We have the trailer. We're going to watch the trailer and, and do a hashtag live reacts. But I'd like to get your take on it real quick before we get it fired up. I have not seen the trailer. This is my first time watching it. Um, I think I saw a teaser. The, that's one of my, like, okay, first off, I have two gripes. A, Marvel releases, like, a teaser and then, like, a main one and then, then something else. And it's just, like, pick one. I'll be there for it. Like, I'll watch it at least, but pick one. The other thing is, and this is just in general. Maybe I'm just an old man. What the fuck? I, 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 let, we'll put the money on whether or not they do this. Have you noticed that with trailers from today, they'll do like a pre-trailer that's like up to 10 seconds. And it's like, the trailer for this is now live. And then they'll start the trailer. But they'll like show a piece of footage. Yeah, yeah. From like the... a clip from later in the trailer. It's like a trailer. Yeah. To the tra- it's like, I'm. you, you think you got to reel me in for this like it's, minute, it, 30 It's some seconds. social media bullshit, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's they have like, to, when you're scrolling like mindlessly on Twitter, they have to like let you know they're like you about to see the trailer for Space Jam too, and you're like, oh shit! Oh, it's okay. really yeah, it's literally just like that one scene from Corella of Emma Stone getting out of the car, and then it cuts to this is going to be Corella, by the way. Let's rewind back to the beginning of the story. Yeah, that's exactly it, and it's just like oh, whatever. So I'm just griping. If it starts with this, fuck them. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think I've seen a teaser. I don't think I've seen the like the real thing. So yeah, we got it up. Everyone who's listening to the podcast, sorry again. You got to get on those live streams. We stream yeah. very infrequently. We go based off of a sundial yeah. that is located near neither of us. We just have a, have access to a monk who can only communicate to us yeah. via landline. He goes out. He tells us what time it is. We fire up the live stream. Um, it's the sundial at the cor- uh, the uh, Coral Castle in uh um god it's in miami but it's in a suburb of miami it's weird i don't know if you've ever been i've never been it's a weird place again i know nothing about this sundial around which we base all of our our streaming times but so it is it is our life i don't really i don't really blame Uh, you but um you should get on that you should you should come yeah so so before we do that i think i we can ask two questions have you ever read a marvel what if i think that'd be the first one no I read okay. some of the DC. What are those called? Elseworlds. Elseworlds. Yeah. I have read those. Elseworlds are super popular. Um, and so you haven't read one. I was going to ask what your favorite one is. Then okay. So then the other question is, have you? Um, I guess now that would spoil the trailer because I know it's animated, and I think that's annoying. Well, I mean, what um, are they going to get Benedict Cumberbatch to come in and just be like, "What if your cape was blue?" And he'll be like, hey, "Guys, I got stuff to do." Yeah, that's what I'd prefer. Like, it just feels like a cop out with it being animated. <laughs> Yeah. No, it does. It's it's because now it's on the same level as the Modoc show, which looks like hot shit. <laughs> Dude, I honestly thought the like, Modoc show looked kind of funny. Not gonna watch it at all. Not interested. No, no. But I, I think it does. Patton Oswald is not funny. A <laughs> and B, it just looks like hot fucking garbage. Like, I, if you want, look. If anyone wants to watch it, I'm not shitting on you. I think it looks bad. I wouldn't. I don't want to watch it. If you want to watch it, more power to you. But it's just like, uh, like I don't know. It's like the care and attention that they put into WandaVision and they put into the other two live action shows. 
And then they were like, they were like teasing us at one of the Comic Cons. They're like, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, uh, Loki, and What If? And you're like, holy shit, they're going to do a What If? And then it's animated. Yeah, yeah that, like, was, that was when that came out. Um, do you really quick have like uh, a history of What Ifs or like what their publishing history is or, or, or anything like that? Um, so I, I own one, but it's buried. Um, I, I've been like moving slowly my comic collection. Um, so I, I really couldn't begin to tell you where it is. I think it's like, what if the Avengers got together in world war two or something like that? Um, if it's not, it's like, what if the X-Men did? It's something weird like that. Uh, I know that there are a lot of people's favorites. I, I know that there's a lot of cool stories that come out of them. And I think the premise is pretty cool. Just like the, um, the Elseworlds idea for DC. I think the premise is like really neat. Um, I, I mean, I can, I, I can like quickly and half ass like look up like a quick history of it. No, no, it's okay. I was just curious because, I mean, it just it seems like it seems like maybe they were based off of right like write in submissions. It was like, hey guys, I like Wolverine. Oh, but yeah. Like, what if Wolverine <laughs> was like, uh, like had toe claws instead of hand claws? And they're like, God, that's so good. How are we gonna write Fuck. that into the story? And they're like, let's just give it to the intern and make it like the one off. So I, I yeah, don't you can look that up. Um, I am going to start it though. If you if you can see and hear, it might be a little hard to, to for you to for you to watch it as well and react. Hey, um, we'll see. Have you? Oh, you know what? I probably won't hear it. So I'm I'm going to listen to the the delayed live stream and then I'll just like riff on it. Or if if you want to react to it, tell me what happened and I'll just I'll shit on it out of nowhere. Or you, or you could also pull it up and we could just say one two three play. Oh, that's a good idea. But then we're both gonna have to like stop it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's okay. That's okay. We can do it. We can I have it. the master Wait. copy. I have this copy that's as you've mentioned. I am I am master of the live stream. So, so hang on. What if I've got it trailer. pulled up in theater mode uh, for everybody who's ever had a teacher in high school pull up a YouTube video and it's always inexplicably uh, in theater mode. I put it. In why? That's so true. <laughs> Uh, is it the one that's two minute and twenty seconds? Two minute and yeah, nineteen seconds from Disney's Plus. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, mine's from Marvel uh, Entertainment. No, mine's from Marvel Entertainment. Sorry. Yep. Okay. 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 Why All do right. you keep saying Disney's Plus? Yeah. Is this a people, thing? People I work with, they they like, hey, did you get the Disney's Plus? And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Disney Plus. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm all over Disney's Plus. So I always call it Disney's Plus. And that's what you get for being in, in Jay Z. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. I, I guess tell me when, and we'll watch it at the same time. All right. Three. Two, one, play. Yeah, peace. I love peace. I'd be out of a job with peace. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not going to be like a solid. Oh. What? I know Killmonger. Do we know each other? What the fuck? Where did that come from? How does it make any logical sense? Time. Reality. Reality. Okay. What were you saying? It's like Doctor Strange. <laughs> it, I just I feel like it's Awesome from South Park. So it's like, what if like Doctor Strange was like also an Asgardian? Oh, is that was is that what's happening here? I kind of, I, I assume this like, looks like the animation from the Telltale games. Did you ever play any of those? Yes, dude. It does. I played the Walking Dead one. Yeah. Dude, you should play the Batman one. I know. I recommend it. I've heard it's, it's good. Great. Yeah. Okay. So he's they, actually, in- they they did a comic based off of it. I think it's actually you can get it on like a phone now. You can get like app based. Yeah, you probably good. Because okay, all right, ready? We're gonna play again. Three, yeah. two, one. All right, he's an Asgardian. It's changeable. Oh, oh, it's a Guardian of the Galaxy. Where you wanna be? That's 
the question, isn't it? T'Challa universe is different. Each one Slow down a little bit. There's a few people in the room that don't understand. Not me. I, I get it. Yeah. Very Yeah, yeah. All right, two things. A, I wonder if that's the actual um, actors or if they're doing, like, replacement ones. Um, I don't know if you know, but, like, the best animated uh, movie series that's coming out right now is uh, Hotel Transylvania. And the fourth one, I've never seen a, a single goddamn second of those movies. <laughs> I just know that in the fourth one, Adam Sandler's character is voiced by someone totally different, but you couldn't actually tell. Um, oh, my God. The Adam Sandler checked out of the Hotel Transylvania? I thought that <laughs> yeah. was his freaking franchise, bro. But so, Selena Gomez and Andy Samberg are still in it, which is weird, and, like, all the other people. Uh, so that's A. Uh, B... Uh, God, fuck it. What was B? Because now I was just too annoyed at A. Um, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Okay, so I'm at the part. Uh, I have, I have, uh, I have a question. Um, what was what was so different about? They showed like a clip of the Hulk. What was so different about the Hulk? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be like, what if like Tony Stark like made the Hulk serum himself? Like, it's just gonna be like that. You oh, know, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if the Hulk had like a faux hawk. All right, let's 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 get. Wait, what? What second are you paused at? Uh, one thirteen. Okay, I'm I'm only a second ahead of you. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, this it looks like uh, Doctor Strange has seen better days. Yeah, All whatever. Right. Three, two, one, start it. The name's Captain Carter. Shy I am the Watcher. Oh, I, I observe all that transpires here. Oh, the zombies! Marvel's armies. That's so funny. Will not interfere. I guess I have to freestyle then. Oh my God! Is that, Mike? Is that Superman actor? Michael hey! We have you out of bird. A ravager never flies solo. I said never flies solo. Uh. Is that some kind of catchphrase? That's so funny. They really made me wary for a second. Journey to face the unknown and ponder the question. Alright, pause. Okay, that's that's all I need to see. Um Hmm. That again, the animation looks bad, but also very expensive. I remember, okay, I remember what part B was. I was going to say, do you think they're trying to copy the Spider-Verse animation? That's a good point. Like, it kind of looks like it, it's a wannabe Spider-Verse, like, it's into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, and, this, and I feel like the Spider-Verse animation, so much care went into it, whereas you yeah. might be able to cut some corners with just, like, some modeling, some 3D modeling. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good point. That's a good point. They, they kind of did try to do that, but it, it didn't, didn't come through. I don't think the yeah. backgrounds are as, like, hand-painted. They also look kind of just digitally put together. And it's crazy because I kind of was bashing um, – I was kind of bashing Invincible's animation on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people work really hard on it. It's just, like, not the style I like. And I, no. I, I think it's kind of dated. But, I mean, a lot, it, well, it is still – takes a lot of time to do. It's like I feel like they went halfway to animate but then stopped. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You're talking about Invincible? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, sure. I watched the first episode finally. Yeah, I think I think both of these are just a little too stiff for me. Yeah, agreed. And I just uh, I don't like it. I don't. The I I'm very fickle when it comes to animation. I um 
my the show I I loved to watch when I was growing up was actually the um the Justice League show, the Batman animated series, Superman the animated series. So I really loved the Timverse, and maybe I was just like spoiled with like exceptionally good animation as a kid because the Timverse is exceptionally good animation. But like I hate the fucking idea of um Disney changing their house style. You know what I mean? Like that that, that just really bothered me. Yeah. And yeah. so just like like seeing this and seeing what I think is just like a ripoff of Spider-Verse, it's just I don't I don't believe that they did this with love. I feel like they just got an animation team and said, "Hey, we're like I'm going to sound like a fucking hippie. We're a big corporation. <laughs> we're trying to pump the shit out to these people who are just stupid and are going to watch it no matter what." I'm not saying everyone who watches stupid. I'm saying that's what a corporation would say. And uh yeah, just fucking make it. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like there was love in what I saw. Not yeah. that it, I mean it's a trailer, so maybe you shouldn't. But I don't know the Spider Verse trailer when you watched it the first time. Like, yeah, you get pretty hyped. You know, there's a you lot get pretty of, hyped. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a lot of homages to the comics and a lot of it. So yeah. I actually I have pulled up on the screen here the voices, the voices that are in it, and um, yeah, I mean the voice cast is got it's got Robert Downey Jr. It's got uh, okay. Sebastian Stan, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Chadwick okay. Boseman actually. Uh, okay. Uh, Paul Rudd, Brie Larson, yeah, Haley Atwell, Peggy Carter. Okay, I guess they are using the real voices, so that's fine. I guess. Yeah, there's Chris Chris Hemsworth. I mean, yeah. They I all... just the the Thor one just didn't sound real. That did that did sound. I mean, there's like 900 Hemsworths running around, so all you gotta do is grab one that's of true. them off the street, and uh, that's true. Yeah, and you're good. Yeah. Um. I guess whatever. I mean, I'm. I'm I don't. I don't know if I'll watch it. Maybe that was one those, like, Toby Jones ads. saying Shiza. I know you would have been able to see if it wasn't the actor known. of Zola, the, the famous actor. They could have definitely, could have definitely uh, skimped on that one. Just got yeah. a random person. I. So this is this is kind of my take on it right now, and this is probably the the issue with it, is that it's an anthology series, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like every single episode is just going to be, you know, what if, whatever, right? Well, that's in the spirit of the comic, right? In the original that, no, that, based I'm, on. That's totally fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. That is the spirit of the comic. It's the same thing with Elseworlds. But the issue is it's like, you know, I'm going to be waiting to hear from other people on which ones are good. And then I'll watch the good ones. Like, I'm not going to watch all of them. There's no way. Um, so I just like, I wonder um, which ones are actually going to be. You know what I'm saying? You, you, mm-hmm. get, you get what I'm, what I'm you picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're really dying to see this. You're kind of going to just be a connoisseur. Like, if it's worth watching, I'm going to watch yeah. it. Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't have to watch them in order. So it's like, oh, no, no. Episode four is the best one. It's like, okay, I'll just watch episode four. Like, right. I don't have to watch. Like, what if Captain Marvel was, like, actually Captain America? Like, okay, I don't have to watch that. You know, like. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just pulling up real quick, just, just so we can go through a quick list. Um of of which ones are confirmed what's been teased of like plots for each episode so i'm just gonna quickly yeah. uh run through them and i and i just it, it just is like I, I feel like how about this let's go through it and um and decide like would this be a fan fiction that i would read like if i was on okay archive of our own and i heard this mm-hmm. like would i even care would it make it on the show i guess so are you? So my question is: Are you going to be reading the ones that people think the show's going to be based off of? I'm going to read. So this uh, rock solid article from Screen Rant is every oh, yeah. what if episode Marvel has confirmed or teased. Okay. Um, so that that's what I'm going to go off of. So, you, so you're like, oh, if I was screen, if I was scrolling Ao3 and it was like, 
I, I don't know. What if the Hulk was um, actually Red Hulk? And I'd be like, do I want to read that? Okay, I got you. <laughs> Um, my uh, computer is frozen solid right now, so we need a little filler Wonderful. while it uh, it catches up and starts thinking. Well, here, I'll, I'll read. I have the list pulled up of some of the original what-ifs. Okay. And so this is like volume one, so it's like the do, first do, ever Do you what-ifs. have any more information on where it came from? Because, I mean... Uh, 1977 was mm-hmm. the first one. Is it... Uh, um, was it Elseworlds or what-ifs first? I... I, I 77's going to have to tell me that it is what-ifs first. Um, but I feel like Elseworlds were like really popular. I don't, I've getting into comics and everything. I never heard someone say like, Oh my God, these Marvel what ifs, bro, you have to read them. Um, but <laughs> so I did. Maybe they were even niche that. at the time. Yeah. But I, I heard people say that about Elseworlds all the time, like specific Elseworlds. Uh, the earliest one I'm looking at a list. They're not chronological. The earliest one I can find right now is from 93, which is like a whole, what, 12 years after. So they kind of like hopped on that late. Um, but I guess you wouldn't want to try to, um, you know, bite it immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 90s is when Elseworlds came out. Um, but I, I think the the what-ifs are, like, kind of short. And the Elseworlds are, like, you know, full 40-page series. Oh, wow, they're 40 pages. Okay. Some of them are. It, it, all, it honestly all depends on what you get. Some of them are annuals. I, I have a couple um, what, uh, original... Um, Elseworlds, and they're really they're really good. Surprisingly, uh, the Killing Joke was in Elseworlds originally. Yeah, yeah, I know that uh, yeah. that actually became canon. Okay, I finally got it up. I'm on Frozen, so we'll run through real quick. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So the first one is, what if Peggy Carter? I think this one's okay. a pretty well publicized. Yeah, um, it's probably the first one. Like it, it'll be the first one, easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like Captain Britain. Yeah. Um, Howard Stark is in it. Skinny Steve Rogers is in it. He goes okay. in the Iron Man suit. Uh, is so that, that that's just fancy? a that's a Star Girl like analog. It's just like a gender swap kind of yeah. World War Two. Yeah, that catching well, you? It, you pulling in? You pulling into the station? Reading that one? Not at all. Not at all. All right. Uh, the next one is T'Challa as Star Lord. What if instead of it being? Uh, Whatever his name is, Peter Quill, Peter Quill, T'Challa gets picked up. No, no, no. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't have any. I mean, I mean it, that I feel like would literally have no impact on the character because he grows literally, up in isolation yeah. in space. So it's like, yeah, it's the same exact person. He's a blank slate when he gets abducted. It's it's, for his it's an line. opportunity for uh, T'Challa to be awesome, though. So. I mean, the difference would be at the beginning of Guardians, we wouldn't hear all of the fun, like, 70s and 80s music. We'd hear, like, I don't know, some uh, fucking Wakanda Careful. music. Careful. I said Wakanda music. What are you talking about? <laughs> the fuck you? Okay. Um, Winter Soldier versus Marvel Zombies. So they're doing Marvel Zombies. No, um, not at all. Zombie virus spreads. It hits the Avengers. Fantastic Four. That's interesting. Fantastic Four. X-Men Silver Surfer might be in this. So that would be the first time really we see this iteration. Is that one confirmed or is that one? That is the original. That's the original uh, uh, Marvel uh, Zombies. Um, oh, so you're saying that. Okay, so that's the original. Is the Fantastic Four? The Fantastic Four, X Men, Avengers, all become zombies. So like all, all of yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but I, no, I think but, it'd be so, interesting if they start bringing in some of those characters. Yeah, but I'm saying is this one confirmed? Uh, it's not confirmed to have them in it. Um, it's going to oh, be a okay. fight a between the Winter Soldier, who's not a zombie, and Captain America, who is. Yeah. Um, 
I am so out. I know how much you love The Walking Dead. I could not care less about zombies. No, I don't give a fuck about it. I don't give a fuck about This is a Walking Dead. Uh, You find, I bet you could find 300 of these on Archive of Our Own. Yeah. Like Marvel, Avengers, crossover with Walking Dead. I bet they're fantastic. Uh, I do not care. Okay, here's some possible ones (laughs) based off of the trailer. Um, uh, Speculation um, What if Peter Parker becomes Hawkeye? (laughs) I can't even say that one. Who fucking cares? (laughs) What does that that change anything? What if Peter Parker, your favorite character, became everyone's least favorite character? (laughs) Literally. (laughs) What if Tobey Maguire stuck a gun in his wife's mouth? That's more interesting. (laughs) All right. Um, uh, the idea is that even if Parker can't be Spider-Man, he's still destined to become a hero. Blah. Another rumor no, storyline. No, I don't think so. No, I, hang on, hang on. That bothers – no, I'm mad, okay? Because the whole point of Peter Parker becoming a hero is not that he's destined. It's because he is told by his uncle what we all know. With great power comes great responsibility. If Peter Parker never gets the great power, he never feels the, the great responsibility. If anything, he'd become a scientist and do shit like that. Fuck you. Shut the fuck – whatever. No, right, if don't. Peter Parker didn't get bit by a spider, he would have a radical departure from his, like – He's <laughs> like become an super genius, in the of super yeah. genius upbringing, and just being like, "Let me get at them bows and arrows." Yeah. Oh, would... I can, yeah. I can set up a, a an archery stand in the middle of Queens. That's a good idea. <laughs> Here, it would be really. It's really easy. I'll write this fan fiction. It's uh Peter Parker, fifth grade, has to do a book report. Uh, he's trying to get his science stuff done, but he's being forced. He's got to read. He's got to read. So he's like, "Fine, whatever. I'll pick uh, this book." And it's Hunger Games. Boom. Peter Parker becomes Hawkeye. I wrote that. I bet it's better than whatever's going on in that episode. Yeah, no, if that's – how did they get that from the episode? Um, I don't know. It looked or, like – from the trailer. We didn't really freeze it too much, but it looked like Peter Parker's head was in like a jar at one point. Uh, I didn't really know what I saw. Uh, I don't want okay. to speculate too much. Uh, another rumored storyline involves Loki somehow becoming worthy of Thor's hammer, which could act as a replacement for the original Jane Foster idea. I mean, okay, yeah, because yeah, Love and Thunder. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, Tom Hiddleston—that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was like at the very like last rung of almost being Thor. So, like, really? Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, yes. how stupid. Um, uh, do you know uh, oh, Joel Tom Kinnaman? Hiddleston. Oh, Loki. I thought uh, for some I thought you meant Tom Holland. I was like Tom Holland no, was there, almost. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, I did no, no, hear no. that. I did hear that. Yeah, that's fine. That's whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um. Another one is uh, – this one seems kind of interesting. What if Thanos killed the other half of people? So everyone who died okay, in Infinity I, War. That's interesting. That is interesting. It was the other people. I, yeah. I feel like, honestly, I, they could have just done that. Like, that would be a pretty cool – So now we got Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, T'Challa, Winter Soldier. All those guys are trying to figure out yeah, um, how to bring everybody back. Honestly, I'm there for it. That seems kind of stacked. Like That's – that's, uh, I mean, Strange, having a – yeah. He knew what was up. He knew. He knew the yeah, end he's game. He's OP anyways. Yeah. I think that was kind of the struggle of Endgame is that they didn't have yeah. Doctor Strange. So, like, that might be that might be checkmate, bro. Yeah. Um, what if Iron Man met Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok? <laughs> I haven't seen Ragnarok. I don't fucking care. Like, whatever. Um, Thor goes into – Iron Man goes to space instead of Thor for Ragnarok, which really wouldn't make sense. No, that wouldn't make any sense. Also, like, okay, they're not even pointing out the whole Killmonger rescuing Tony Stark thing. Yeah, well, it's coming up. Uh, Iron Man would, would meet Korg. What How was that Man... one speculated? What, we if saw Iron... it. what if Iron Man met Korg? I don't know. Korg's the rock guy. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, what if Iron Man fought Hulk? We didn't see that in like three movies in a row. Um, yeah, he has a Hulkbuster armor. All right. Okay. So that seems like the speculation. It seems like you said they totally missed the, like oh, the big my. one that what if Killmonger rescues Tony Stark and then I guess. I mean, I, I could. I, I if we're thinking about that through logically, I guess um, Killmonger was uh, a soldier before he became Killmonger. So, what does Tony de-radicalize him, or does Killmonger radicalize Tony? I'm gonna have to watch to find out. Would you read that fanfic? Okay, at, I would, at surface level, I would, I would not read that. I would put my money on Killmonger making Tony realize that Wakanda could help the rest of the world if they wanted to, but choose not to. And then Tony gets all angry at them. That'd be kind of interesting, I guess. But Tony, like, de-radicalizing Killmonger, who gives a shit? Yeah, no, that wouldn't be great. That wouldn't be yeah. great. Uh, that, I mean, but, um, yeah, there's some interesting ones there. Are there I think the, the other half of the universe getting killed, that's kind of cool. That's Honestly, cool. I've, I'm been there see, I've, been reading, I've been looking for a lot of, like, uh, Avengers fanfic. I've not seen that uh, concept. That sounds kind of cool. No, no. That's cool. Um, I could go for that. But, uh... Yeah, it's just this is going to be consumed by so many people, and then those are the same people where it's like, "Hey, would you read fan fiction?" They'd be like, "Absolutely not." Maybe because it's reading, yeah. but also because it was written by like a sweaty person on the internet instead of yeah, uh, I don't know who's writing this. Fuck, I'm telling you, I don't think it's anyone who actually loves the material. I think it's someone who's looking for a job, and that's fine. Get your back, bro. But like, not that I love MCU material, I really don't. Um, since we're talking about this, I just want to tell you, like, my soul died. Um, there's a, a used bookstore here that I've been to once, and I, I went back to it. And they actually had a copy of House of M, which is the graphic novel that uh, WandaVision is, like, very, very loosely, loosely yeah. based off. Very loosely. And I've been looking for it, and they knew that WandaVision was coming. They knew that they advertised that House of M was the inspiration. And then they didn't reprint House of M. And the reason that's stupid is because they're making no money off of that because you're just the people selling it secondhand are making the money. So long story short, I bought it because I wanted to read it, read it, really thought it was extremely meh. Like, it was okay, I guess. Yeah, that's supposed to be one of the but best was, Marvel stories. It seems kind of heady and out there for that to be like one of their seminal works. So the issue is it's it's a main like continuity story, but it's like right in the middle of a bunch of other things. So unless you knew exactly what was happening... And then read afterwards. I don't feel like you get the context enough for the story. Honestly, to is is one you know I mean? that much different? Yeah, it, it, it is. It, the only reason that house that it's based off of House of M is because she gets upset and changes the world. That's it. Nothing is yeah. the same. But in the same um, idea of like was, the bunch of stuffs going on, you kind of don't get the full effect if you don't watch before and then after. Nope. Nope. You know exactly what happens. It's it's trust me. It's it's, it's not. I didn't think okay. it was very good. And uh, I, I went on Goodreads because I was, like, logging it on my Goodreads. And the top community review <laughs> is from February 17th of this year. It was actually so fun seeing MCU and X-Men characters exist in the same universe. Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, boy. Holy fuck. Really? Really? Oh my, what? You'd like to see the X-Men and the Avengers in the same universe? Just pick up a fucking book. Pick up literally <laughs> Dude, any if only, book. Dude, if only someone would, could get these X-Men in the MCU, that'd be great. If only, if only, be, I would just love to be... see their interactions. Like, what, like, could you imagine? I, just, I, could, like, I feel like I could read that stuff forever. I mean, watch that stuff. I mean, yeah, watch. I just like, that'd be so cool. And I love how she said MCU and X-Men. 
Shut no! What I, I wish just... we could get the MCU <laughs> and the Fox X Men together in a room and just like have like yeah. unlimited stories. Also, those yeah. those so four telling... Fantastic Four movies. Where are those guys at? I like those guys. Yeah, where? Where's Miles Teller? <laughs> and why is Michael B. Jordan also the Human Torch? And why is the Human Torch also Captain America? <laughs> so I, I just I feel like What If is made for MCU fans, and the reason that I'm throwing that out there is because I feel like they're teasing that like. Oh, you know the What If series that's beloved and we have all these different volumes and, like, it's really cool and, like, everyone loves it? Um, yeah, that's what this is going to be, comic book fans, and I feel like it's not. I feel like it's just for MCU people. They're only going to highlight – because they're using the voices. Yeah. So, no, I, I have no faith in it being anything interesting. And I hate to I hate to be so, like, uh, mean about it, but I, I feel like if you've listened to this podcast, you know my opinion on the MCU, so, like, I don't be Do surprised. Fuck you. Do you think it Fuck speaks to any larger movement towards legitimization of fan fiction as, like, a, a, a media worthy of consumption? Um, I'm gonna say no, only because I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna pull an arrow out of George R. Martin's quiver, which is a weird thing to do because he hates fan fiction. But he made a statement that like, yeah, I used to I used to write fan fiction, but back when I wrote fan fiction, it's only because it was fiction written by the fans. So I wrote Manta Ray and I wrote this and I had Craig the Impaler. And so like I feel like part of the deal with fan fiction is that it is written by fans. And so it's like it's Does that it, mean everything Dave Filoni makes for Star Wars is fan fiction? No, 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 no. I, I was going to say that I feel like the question you're posing is, is Dave Filoni writing fan fiction? And my answer to that is no, because the corporate overlords that own the IP give him permission to. And it's considered canon because they're the owners of the property. And so, this is like, not canon, you know, I so don't therefore, think, what is it? It's not canon. It's a what if. But I, I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like it's fan fiction, but I feel like it's like almost like, uh, I, uh, um, a thumbs up to, Tell a quick short story, uh, a quick what if, but I don't. I don't feel like it's fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I guess I see like what you're saying. It's very much it's... like the um, like what you said. It's like wow, like th- this is like an idea of what fan fiction kind of is, but it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be uh, digested by the crowd who's like, man, I really like MCU and X Men. I wish those guys get together. <laughs> oh well, uh, <laughs> let me go to the next oh, thing. Oh, that'd be cool. If only if only uh, Wolverine's ever yeah. met the Hulk, but. It's and I, I, feel, I feel like, like Deadpool and Spider Man that... get along great. Uh, <laughs> They'd be great darn. friends. Darn it! Why can't? Oh man! Imagine if Ryan Reynolds met Tom Holland. Uh, I just I There's feel like there's some the sort original... of magnetism between this Magneto guy and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I would love to know about their story. He just seems like I'm gonna write a fan fiction where he's like her dad. That'd be a great story. Uh, I just I feel like. The what if issues, not that I, and I, I just said I've never read them, but I'll, I'll speak more specifically to what I'm familiar with. The Elseworld stories, I feel like those are written in a place by someone who really knows the material and went to the publisher and was like, hey, I have this great idea. What if? <laughs> what uh, What if? What are you Joker, guys going to call it? Uh, what, uh, what fuck. I know. Uh, what what if the Joker was like, oh, it just takes one bad day, and then we try to make the Joker have, I don't know, Commissioner Gordon or Batman have one bad day. And they're like, that sounds really good. Like, write that. But it just won't be main continuity. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course, because it would just, like, ruin everything. And it's just, like, a fun exploration of a thing that they don't want to cross a line for. You know what I mean? Like, they it's, don't want it's the like, repercussions of. 
Exactly. They're like, they're like we want to get, we want to present this story to you in an interesting way and in, in an original way because you can never have this main continuity. And then we're going to wash our hands of it but, because but it's not real. Point, and that's point, okay. Do you think that – I mean that's cool, but like do you think it will turn off audiences the way you're kind of turned off? It's like I don't have to watch this. What are the repercussions? And that's like the big allure of the I, MCU yeah, no, is I, like I, I, everything matters. I got to watch this one because if I don't, then, then – I mean, it's like the Joker is great, but like you can watch the upcoming Batman, you could watch the Justice League, whatever. Yeah. You could watch Suicide Squad. Yeah. You need to watch it, but it was so good. So it's like Joker was Joker was. Fantastic. Do you think it'll it, kind of go that even... way? Do you think we're, this is us kind of breaking out of that? Everything has to be so serialized and moving towards that, yeah. like one off with IP that people know, well, I... but just like individual stories. Yeah, I I feel like. I think I think there's an issue here, and I think the the issue is we have been um, we've been conditioned through these MCU movies to expect canon and to expect uh, interconnectivity, and I think that's really cool, and I think that's good, but at the same time, I feel like it almost robs the individual characters of their stories, and that was my biggest gripe with um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. It was not a Spider-Man movie. It was an Iron Boy, Iron Man Junior, like coming of age story. I wasn't interested. Like I was just, I, I didn't. I, it wasn't a Spider Man movie because I feel like Iron Man was in it way too much. Um, and I, I feel like it's cool because you're like, oh my god, that's like Tony Stark, and I like I saw him in the other movies. But at the same time, I think it's like it's like no, I don't care about Tony. If I want to watch Tony Stark, I'll watch Iron Man. I don't want to watch him. I want to watch Dude. Iron Man. Or I want to watch Spider-Man. So it's like this could be. Then we'll move on right after this. Do you think that this could be? If this does yeah. really well, if everyone loves this and like, I want more of this. Do you think Disney could be like, oh wow, like it's been a good like thirteen year run. We don't need to make every movie connected. Maybe we can start doing like a movie about this character that just is in a vacuum. Do you think that this, if this is mega successful, it has any impact, or is this literally just? Uh, we got to fill a slot, get people to sign up for Disney's Plus. What are we going to do? Um, I'm going to go with no, only because this is an animated television show, and the money is just not sunk into it like it is in the movie yeah. universe. I mean, the, the 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 literal billions of dollars are sunk into uh, the movie universe that I feel like they can't even in a world like where a petition can get the remake of justice league put on you don't think that there's gonna be a petition for like we want uh peggy carter as captain america i think uh specifically with the snyder cut those are very specific events and unique events that created that atmosphere uh, mainly hbo max just trying to get a fucking bag and um knowing how crazy those people are yeah and also um, he kind of yeah there, there's a legitimate case he kind of his vision was one hundred percent. He would have completed and now that, it, but he and, literally could not. So yeah, yeah. And also, if you think about it, the um, Joss Whedon. It's come out that Joss Whedon apparently was like an absolute tyrant on set, and nobody wanted to work with him. And it's come out that the fucking uh, uh, CFO, CEO, whoever was in charge creatively um, at Warner Brothers at the time, was like having sex with like young actresses, promising them. I feel like the people that came after him were like, oh, we. We really need to wash our hands of this really toxic shit that happened around this movie. And then they said, oh, uh, he didn't get to finish making it because his daughter committed suicide. Um, so I, I feel like that was a very specific um, You don't think that was set the of first of the fence? Okay, yeah, I, I, you have a very good point there. I'm just trying to somehow tie this to our theme and, and 
kind of what it could do, what it could mean. But if the Marvel machine is going to keep gonna rolling, then is what it is. I think it's it's a machine, and that and that's that's one of uh, you know I I know I, I rag on the MCU a lot. I don't mean to. Um, I I, yeah, I promise you, I don't stay up, stay awake at night seething about the MCU. I feel like you described it perfectly as a machine. When was the last director-driven uh, MCU movie that wasn't the Russo brothers that you cared about? I, I mean, Ragnarok was probably it, and then before that, Taika Waititi, yeah, James Gunn, yeah, yeah, maybe the first Guardians, because even the second Guardians was bad. So yeah, so that's uh, that's what five. I, we'll give it. Um, actually, I don't even want to count um, Civil War because I feel like they were just trying to shoehorn plot into there. So I'm going to give it Avengers three and four and Winter Soldier. Guardians 1 and Ragnarok. So that's, what, five movies out of 26, 25? So it's a fifth of the movies. I don't think they fucking care, dude. It's a machine. Like, who who directed uh, um, motherfucking um, Black Widow? Couldn't tell you. I don't know. Who, who directed Captain Marvel? Oh, yeah. I, that's the one I was like, I thought you were going to ask. I have, I have no idea. That's got no who, thumbprints, that movie. I, that's, that's, that's my point. Any, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not diminishing or minimizing the work of any of these directors, but it almost feels like anybody could do it because of the fact that it has to be interconnected and tonally the same. And that's why, for better or for worse, um, the DCEU is on one hand a train wreck, but on the other hand can put out like really good movies like Wonder Woman because... Well, you know fucking Patty Jenkins has her fingerprints all over that. You know when you watch the Snyder Cut, Zack Snyder put a cut together well, because that's Zack Snyder. Real quick before I move on, Patty Jenkins also had her hands all over Wonder Woman in 1984. I haven't so. seen it. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you <laughs> pleading ignorance. Please, you keep pleading. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. All right, let's move on. What do you got? What do you got for us today? Okay. No, I, I think this was a great opening topic. I, I feel like I'm being, being very pessimistic. I hope I'm, I'm proven wrong. I just feel like this is going to go nowhere. I feel like it's not going to have any stakes. And if I'm watching a thing that's interconnected to 20 other two-hour things, I want there to be stakes. Fuck you. Just like, just like I don't want to see Black Widow because I know she's not going to die. Fuck you. I don't, I'm not going to care enough about her sister by the end of the movie when her sister dies because I'm sure that's what happens. I don't know, but I'm guessing. Um, I don't care enough about her sister right now to be like, oh, no, her sister. Like, fuck, I, whatever. Um, so I, I I need stakes. That's why I, that's why I didn't like Rogue One uh, as much as I should oh, have. Man, it's Rogue like, One was so good. I, it, Rogue One was great, but it's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, they, yeah. Well, you know to that I mean? point, you could be like, why would I even like the prequels? I know where this is going. Yeah, Any prequels no, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. Off. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. On Solo, too. Um, so whatever. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fickle. Um, I don't mean to be. Uh, and this is coming from the same person that just read a 700-page uh, Dune prequel book. That so was, I, that's I, totally different. You read the Butlerian Jihad, right? Yeah. That's totally different. That's awesome, and none of the characters exist. Yes, it's it's literally 10,000 years in the future, or in the past. Yeah. Was the that, only thing I know is that they don't blow the universe up. A couple, couple words. I'll give, you like, I'll give you like five <laughs> words. Was that good? Uh, big plot dump, not bad. Yeah, okay. I think that's a good way to go about it. If you like the Duneverse, I go ahead and read it. If you want to waste the time, if you if you're in the Duneverse for the craft, you're going to be very upset. If you want to read it's it, it's a lot more than five I mean. words. All right, what we got? Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to? We know what the title is. Do you want me to tell well, we you who know. it's I about? Mean, the, the, well, I yeah, I guess everyone knows because people watching the stream yeah. know, people listening yeah. know, and then you told me. So okay, say it again. You know what the title is? Okay, this is epic. You have no idea what it is. I, I feel ashamed I don't. <laughs> That's okay. 
Do you want me to tell you who it's about, or you just want me to start reading and then you can get the the surprise? I normally like to go about that way. Yeah, I like that better. Okay, okay. I'm gonna clear my throat. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. I'll read the summary afterwards because I think it'll obviously get away. Okay, I've got the picture queued up. You let me know. Perfect. It's two chapters. I'm staring at the picture. I've got no idea what's about to happen. Chapter one: The Epic Meeting. The scent of freshly brewed, bitter Americano wafted throughout the establishment. Jordan Peterson currently occupied a quaint cafe. (laughs) He believed it was called the Southwell Raisin again. Sat between the window and the uncomfortable, ill-cushioned chair his plush rear was seated upon. Despite the noisy atmosphere of the coffee shop, potentially increased due to the number of SJW protesters outside, (laughs) screaming with their high-pitched, stereotypical voices, Jordan had difficulty making out whether they were protesting his presence or the presence of several Confederate-themed pastries and drinks on the menu. Ah, well, either way, they were suppressing his freedom of speech, and he wouldn't spare a single glance in their direction. Having yet to order, he was investing a minute or two into reading only the finest of novels, particularly of the philosophical variety, hoping to up his dwindling IQ by a few points. He looked to the two books inhabiting the corner of his table, directing his attention to the startling red and gold cover of a particularly controversial 200-year radical leftist virtue-signaling, murder-inducing piece of literature, topped off with a hammer and sickle, of course. Picking up his copy of the Communist Manifesto with expert attention, he symbolically slam-dunked the red-covered Kool-Aid-stained overrated listicle into the trash bin, incidentally occupying the space right to the wooden legs of his chair. Absolutely worth the $3.99 spent an hour or two ago in the nearest half-price books. Jordan was absolute in his conviction that he must have looked cool as fuck in the process of destroying the phantasm of cultural Marxism, hoping a patron or two of the establishment had noticed his incredibly epic moment. No one spared a glance. He pouted. What was underneath the recently disposed pinko garbage, however, was the true treasure. Dangerous by Milo Yiampiapolis. Another delightful purchase from Infowars.com. Flipping through the pages, Jordan found himself taking in very little information. The only thing standing out being the usage of slurs every other word. However, a distraction was a distraction. And that was exactly what he needed. So how do you, how do you feel so far? Uh... I don't know how to feel. I'm confused. It is funny. What is it? What the South will raisin again? Yeah, I don't. I don't get the South will raisin again. It's like thing, it's like a honestly. bakery or something, but it's also yeah, yeah, yeah. coffee shop bakery. So raisins. he's he's just at like an edge lord uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. bakery, <laughs> yeah. slam dunking the Communist Manifesto, reading a Milo <laughs> Yiannopoulos book. No, no, no. It's Milo Yiampiapolis. <laughs> yeah, so it's not the actual spelling. Yim Yam Piapolis. <laughs> Um, yeah, literally, just some laugh. I yim yim I have no idea. Is this a Jordan? Is this a, a, a <laughs> Ten Rules for Life fanfare? Twelve Rules for Life fan fiction? Just wait. Just wait. Oh boy. A distraction, of course, from one of the greatest tragedies of his short, sad little life. The real, real reason he found himself in a Confederate-themed cafe far away from Canada, or rather, a border away, and with a stack of paperwork scattered about. However, this was no normal paperwork. It was divorce papers. Aww. The radical leftists had taken the most important thing away from him, his wife. He knew he should have done something earlier, sooner before this could have ever happened. First, his wife learned what feminism meant, and what seemed like no time was reading Judith Butler and saying gender was a social construct. No more than a month ago, he found out that she was more interested in a man by the name of Mr. Carlos Marcus, and no betrayal had hit him deeper than that. Being cucked by a college-attending liberal arts degree, having postmodernist neo-Marxist surprisingly ripped man was the last thing he had expected, and, frankly, the most terrifying possible outcome. 
Merely acknowledging the fact made him put his head in his hands, shaking. In this moment, in his stupor, he found the noises of the SJW protesters, the screaming, the yelling, the violence, to be too much. He couldn't help but contemplate why in the world he chose a window table as every sign and scream of the evil nature of white cis straight men brought him closer to insanity. His hands shaking steadily as he covered his face as the triggered screams got louder and louder until, hey, you hear those special snowflakes out there? Where's the facts and logic and yelling at people until they agree with you, folks? Here it comes. Came a voice. Strangely familiar in its intonation and oddly obnoxious, yet alluring in quality. Could it be? It was. He heard, not saw, the sound of Ben Shapiro sliding smoothly into the other side of the booth. Jordan allowed himself to remove his sweaty palms from his face and take in the image of the man before him. Seeing him in his classic smug debate stance, hands in front of him, his face doing something oddly reminiscent of every DreamWorks face. They're so smug. They're, those animated characters are just like, even if it's like a fox, they're just, they're so freaking smug and so got so much attitude. Oh, dang, that's good. That's tell. amazing. That is what Such I read fan fiction for. He couldn't tell how that made him feel, except for the odd feeling that settled in the pit of his stomach. Um, okay. I'd get a I'd get a headache too if I was listening to those liberals whining for hours on end too. You know that's a good that's a good that's a good Shapiro. Oh, good. Apparently, he in- interpreted his near breakdown as a reaction to a liberal induced migraine. That made things a whole lot less embarrassing. Jordan's voice started up smoothly, yet with an air of hesitance. You you hate liberals too? <laughs> I he trailed off with an uncertainty underlining his voice, a trait not seen within himself. I thought I was the only one. The corners of Ben's lips quirked into a, a smirk. Far from it, actually. This is an, there's an entire community of us, came Ben's nasally reply. Jordan's breath hitched as he felt something bump against his epic sock-sandal combo. <laughs> he concluded that it had to have been an accident, as Ben continued his line of thought without hesitation. We may be small in number, at least, compared to the liberal population. The enlightened man sitting across Jordan spat the word liberal like it was a disease. Jordan felt something against his feet again, this time more insistent. He quickly realized what he was feeling was bare toesy woesies trying to slide off his shitty foam sandals. His heart rate <laughs> sped up, but he did not try to stop Ben. Think of it as a counterculture movement. The silenced, the scorned rising up to fight against the oppressive, politically correct cultural Marxism, came Ben's voice once again. At as much of a purr of a voice that high nasally could muster, it drove Jordan absolutely bonkers that Ben's face refused to indicate any acknowledgement of what was happening just under the cheap wooden table. <laughs> At this point, Ben had succeeded in removing Jordan's sandals and was now working on his sweaty socks. <laughs> oh, good lord. Jordan's hands had a vice grip on the edge of the table. He could feel his scrotum tightening with delight. He couldn't remember the last time his wa- ex-wife made him feel like this. Ooh. He realized sheepishly that Ben was still staring at him, expression <laughs> fixed in that classic DreamWorks face. <laughs> ben was expecting some kind of... <laughs> sorry. Ben was... ben was expecting some kind of response while Jordan was about two toe strokes away from bursting his gogurt in his pants like a teenager. <laughs> Jordan drew a shaky breath trying to compose himself enough to say something worthy of Ben's manlet ears. He opened his mouth. Wait, manlet? As in, like, man-child? Like a little man. (laughs) Like a piglet, but a man, yeah. Um, He opened his mouth. But what the two men heard was not his own voice. Are y'all going to order something or what? Piped the soul barista in the establishment. She was leaning over the counter with an unamused and positively bored stare. 
Even Ben seemed somewhat startled by this, but he could not let himself be cucked by the blonde barista now thrumming her fingers against the pristine counter, which bore the colors of the American flag like any fine establishment ought to. Ben smirked. He physically cannot smile like a normal person without looking like a rabid dog burying its teeth in aggression, so he's resorted to using smug expressions, though. Maybe a sign of aggression wouldn't be too bad right now. He glanced back at the menu. That was all in um, parentheses, sorry. Oh, wow. Um, one black coffee, Ben ordered with finality. He hoped everyone else in the building recognized the sheer manliness of drinking his coffee without any of the added sugars or creams that your usual cuck may want. <laughs> the barista simply wrote down his order without reaction, and Jordan was far too flustered, looking over the menu to even notice. They were, on- they were the only people in the tiny cafe. Jordan was caught by surprise when the barista had initially interrupted their titillating game and was still reeling as she waited on his order. He couldn't believe this new side of himself, reduced to a mess after some simple ministrations from Ben's tozy wozies to his own. Ben's wonderful, glorious, Sir, are you going to order something? The barista interrupted his quickly spiraling thoughts, her impatience now evident in her voice. Uh, all right, yes. Jordan cleared his throat, <clears throat> regaining some semblance of his smoother, more professional self. He cannot let himself slip like that in public. I'll have the Blueberry Lives Matter smoothie, please. <laughs> the barista smiled at the righteous humor of the drink and nodded before asking the pair for their names, despite being the first and only patrons that week. She turned and began to make drinks, revealing the back of her T-shirt, which declared in large papyrus font, build the wall. Comforted comforted by the patently uh, American right-wing mantra, Jordan had nearly forgotten about his activities with the man across from him. That is, until he felt Ben's expert toes against his bare skin. It seemed while he was busy ordering his drink, Ben had succeeded in working Jordan's socks off quickly reducing the psychologist to short, gasping breaths. It was enough to finally make his Gogurt 2 burst, its key lime pie-flavored contents. Briefly, dazedly, Jordan wondered why he even shoved a Gogurt tube down his pants in the first ah, place. That was a good misdirection, Mr. Mr. Man over there, whoever's writing uh, this. It's literally written by health. And I said Mr. Man because I, well, you know what, he or she, I don't know, I was about to say, no way could a woman write this, but it's possible. It's possible. Uh, yeah, so uh, the summary, that's the end of chapter one. Uh, the summary is Jordan Peterson needs respite from his newly filed d- divorce, and Ben Shapiro needs psychological help and acceptance. <laughs> Will either be able to provide, and then in parentheses, epic liberal ponage compilation number 69, gay version. <laughs> <laughs> gay ver- oh my god. It's like it's like when they come up with like 30 different versions of a song. <laughs> Literally, yeah. And then the additional tags Little Nas are, X hey, remix. Little Nas X remix, uh, 18th time. A canon trans character, I don't know who that is, borderline personality disorder, trans character, trans male character, pegging, foot fetish, footsies, alternate universe, uh, coffee shops, lawyers, therapy, psychologists, smuts, shameless smut, eventual smut, fluff and smut, BDSM, MAGA, dom sub undertones, alpha, beta, omega dynamics, poop socks, cum dungeon. <laughs> well, they slipped MAGA in there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the MAGA was in there so for my no least reason. favorite words. <laughs> This is a cafe one. I feel like we haven't done a cafe one yet. <laughs> it's been a while. Last time we did one was, I think, for uh, yeah, the Fiverr episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Ben yeah. uh, Solo. and uh, You and Ben Solo, yeah. And, and, um, yes. So ch- chapter two, The Reckoning. Am I going to put up the I, picture yet? Oh, you haven't put it up yet? No. Oh, I told you after like the first paragraph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it up. Put it up. What is, what is this? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> what am I looking at? It's a ma- is this the, did you send me the right thing? It's a mouse on a lobster, <laughs> <laughs> holding a scroll with it looks like it's something's written in Latin. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, I sent you the exact right thing. 
Uh, what is this? What in the whole world? You've got great Ben Shapiro, by the way, and your Peterson sounds one really good, and B like a South Park character. Like we need to Wonderful. get out of here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh God. Okay. Uh, so the the photo, um, because of the first twelve rules for life, uh, like the first rule, he talks about uh, dominance hierarchies and lobsters. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so. It became like this huge meme with him that like everything had to become lobster themed. And so he like sells lobster merchandise now. And um, when Ta-Nehisi Coates like wrote him as uh, the Red Skull in Captain America, mm-hmm. uh, he had someone draw a Hydra symbol, but with a lobster and uh, sold merch. So the lobster, his thing. And then um, I'd give my explanation for the rest of the photo, but I might be anti-Semitic. <laughs> Uh, okay what does the scroll mean what does that say i was just looking for a photo to put up and i was that just popped up and i was like that's that's fucking hilarious so uh yeah i I, uh that's uh that's the photo i don't yeah there we go it's on the live stream now i see it (laughs) uh it's a mouse or rat riding a lobster so um Okay, this is. What do you think so far? How do we feel? Uh, I I really can't tell. I think the author of this is just angry at everyone and everything. I can't uh, I can't necessarily peg my uh, put, yeah. put my finger on the uh, the this this. <laughs> it's like this title like, message. Sorry, I just pulled up yeah. some. Uh, I just, I've got some pictures of our two uh, our two boys, our two golden boys. Lovers. The thing is, is like I feel like the person who wrote this doesn't like them but knows a little too much about them to like write with such accuracy and with such detail so it's just like i don't know what the vibe just keep is, watching you know the live stream got some great pictures here no it's good i can't wait for them to for them to pull up yeah i don't know it's like i feel like they know too much so i don't i don't think they like haven't listened to them but i also don't feel like they like them so it's like are they like hate watching ben shapiro and, <laughs> and jordan peterson or like what's going on yeah they really nailed it i mean such is the life of an author right you just want to get it right you know, you, you I know, guess spend yeah. hours watching something so you can understand it. And... Imagine someone like hating them so much, and they're like, "I'm going to write a fanfic about them fucking," but then they have to like watch hours of their content just to get it right. Yeah, they get completely like radicalized, and then they swing all the way back to get radicalized <laughs> yeah. the other way. It's yeah, been, like, yeah, three yeah. months. They, go... they haven't they haven't written the thing yet. Exactly. They they go down the the New York Times radicalization rabbit hole that they talked about, mm-hmm. and they just like turn into some like not like you know some. Perceived Nazi, and then, just, and then they just a hard pendulum swing back to like Russian, and then they, yeah, it goes yeah, 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 I love it. I I I think it's hilarious. The the fucking DreamWorks thing is so that good. is yeah, that's that might be one of my favorite things we've read in the fan fiction so far. All right, keep going, keep going. We got uh, we got chapter two coming. Right. Got some pictures of the live stream. We're having a good time. Chapter two, chapter two. I'm wait. I'm still waiting for them to come up the live stream, but I'm excited when they do. So I'll, I'll click back. I'll click back. Chapter two, the reckoning. Ben held steady eye contact while Jordan recovered from his Gogurt accident. The atmosphere is intense, intimate. The moment was tragically broken, however, when Ben's voice filled the room. Except it wasn't his voice. It was his ringtone, a compilation of his most epic liberal poems. Jordan could already feel his Gogurt to reinflate at the sound of his sultry, whining voice doing what it does best. Dominating. Benny Boy's face reddened and his eyes widened. Hastily, the man stood up. Jordan found himself disappointed. Um, oh, I'm looking at the the photos that you're going through right now. That is 
very good. <laughs> Wash your penis. Um, taking the call, Ben Shapiro walked to the side of the table, still steadily watching Jordan with those slides just made you shoot your gogurt in your pants eyes. It barely registered in his head what the man that only just rubbed him salaciously through his socks was saying until he clicked off the cell phone and gave Jordy a saddened look. He couldn't stay here much longer. That much was apparent. Jordan nodded understandingly, trying to mask his heartbreak. Ben smirked, smexily, once again compensating for his inability to smile like a normal human being. <laughs> Jordy continued to stare after him longingly, as the man that stepped out of the cafe, greeted by a small crowd of screeching communist liberal justice warriors, the sound of their shrill voices had captured the attention of the sole staff member in the establishment. She glanced over at Jordan before doing a double take. At this point, Jordan had totally forgotten his state, bare feet he's exposed and gogurt staining the crotch of his pants. As he crossed his thick thighs over one another in a pathetic attempt at hiding the oh, gogurt leaking from his the package. This is live stream oh, at its finest. Oh, damn. Now I'm interested. How do I riff? How do I riff? He's doing something. What do I do to riff? Um, Tozy Wozies. Uh, I don't know. Here, let me see. Uh, okay, now this is epic. Let me see. Can I find something interesting to talk about? Um, hmm. I'm hoping Ryan got a package that I sent him, but I have a feeling he didn't already get it. If he did, UPS is very efficient. And you should use them. But if you didn't, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, there you go. You can hear me in the background. I got it. Thank you. Uh, uh, here we go. I just started watching The Lord of the Rings for the first time. Pretty quick, yes. Is that interesting to people? Uh, I've only gotten through the second one, but oh, is he back? I'm back. Okay, perfect. Good package. Uh, what was the package? Uh, it was uh, Giant Connect Four. Don't worry about Why it. Do you have? I got Giant Connect okay. Four. Hashtag just summer things, I guess. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, where did I leave off? Tozy wozies. He had gogurt on his pants. The man lit his left. Now the ladies walking over. Actually, okay. As he crossed his thick thighs over one another in a pathetic attempt at hiding the gogurt leaking from his groin in plentiful amounts, his ass cheeks made a distinctive squeaking noise against the now gogurt covered seat, wet against his protruding rear. How embarrassing! The waitress looked down in disgust. Her eyes caught on the bare toesies that flexed and wriggled with the oncoming anxiety of being caught in the act. Eventually, she spoke up, her voice tainted with a po poisonous tone. We don't serve your kind in this establishment, came the deeply southern hiss. Jordan simply raised a brow. Well, he stood up, disgusting, uh, dusting himself off despite the ever-growing creamy white stain that found itself covering the majority of his crotch. I need to go clean my room anyways. He turned to the door, and before he finally exited the anti-psychiatry establishment, he glanced over his shoulder and spat. So fuck you. <laughs> it was deeply epic. It does sound epic. He walked out to the same screaming as Ben had, except this time it quickly died down to a stunned silence. Every vile liberal eye was drawn to the sopping wet stain on Jordan's pants. In a way, this exhilarated him and only granted him further confidence, and he pushed past the jealous crowd of feminists. For the first time since his encounter with Ben, Jordan glanced at his phone. Shit. He had to see his divorce lawyer now. The pep in his step had disappeared all at once. Uh, he was reminded of the situation. His beautiful wife cucked him, and he had to deal with the consequences. 
All the power and self-confidence from his steamy encounter with the one and only liberal poner Ben Shapiro had begun, began to slowly drain. With his head down, his crotch calcified over like an eye cyst, and his depression Wait, once again in full swing. Read that one more time. His crotch calcified <laughs> over like an eye cyst? Yeah, that's that's uh, word for word. And his that's depression once one. again that's, in full swing. This one's got bars. This 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 one this <laughs> I'm just bothered because it's like it's it the the like actual like punctuation and everything is terrible. <laughs> but the like imagery peak. and the the humor and the wit is actually really really peak good. Peak fanfic. Um, peak fanfic. Literally, yeah. No punctuation, no grammar, but just like yeah. amazing wordplay. Yeah. Uh, Jordan shakily shoved his hand in his pocket, the slick wetness from the previous encounter seeping even into the fabric there as he pulled out a thin, definitely stained slip of paper. In small black text, read the address to where he was supposedly meeting the lawyer in question. Interestingly enough, it didn't appear to be an office building, but rather a private residency. Good old Jordy couldn't help but raise a brow. He quickly entered the address into Google Maps, his sticky, gogurt-covered fingers tapping on the screen with what could easily be described as clopping noises. <laughs> Dude, just take a second and wash your hands. Like, wash your, Clean your room and wash your hands, bro. With the rather interesting house part up on I his phone. I forgot that's one of the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With the rather interestingly uh, interesting house brought up on his phone, he quickly called an Uber, as he always does and always has, given that he doesn't have a driver's license. It didn't take long for a car to pull <laughs> up to true? the sidewalk does he where not he have stood. A driver's I've, license? I've literally never heard that before. I mean, I I don't know why that would be true. No, because he's talked about uh, hang on, Jordan Peterson driver's license. Is that like? A, does he not? The fear of driving, deathly afraid of the idea of drink. No, I don't I, I don't care. I guess I just added that in for fun. I have no idea. Um, it didn't take long for a car to pull up to the sidewalk where he stood. The driver couldn't miss him, considering Jordan's epic status as a modern-day philosopher and the fact that all the other pedestrians were making a point to keep a 6669-foot radius from old yogurt crotch. <laughs> Jordan entered the back seat of the white 2007 Honda Civic. There was a rhythmic clapping from his cheeks, the naughty cheeks, as he entered, punctuated by a weak squelch of his sopping wet bubble butt, uh, met the pristine fabric of the car seat. Oh my seat. god, it's like that, uh, it's like Patrick, that, that Patrick is going to yeah. be <laughs> yeah. Patrick Star with the cheeks. Just as the divorcee was beginning to get comfortable, he finally caught sight of his driver. Jordan narrowed his eyes in suspicion at the long mop of dyed pink hair. Looks like an SJW. The ride began innocently enough until the Uberer pulled out a massive blunt with their incredibly muscular arm. Papa Smoke, <laughs> they grunted, simply, yet with such a strong conviction that all at once, Jordan understood. The Uber driver took a sip of the weed, eyes narrowed as they spotted Jordy's old disheveled face in the car mirror. He looked frail and unshaven and became even more so under the scrutinizing, big-dicked, powerful gaze. Are you winning, son? Jordan knew the answer was no. He didn't say a word, and for a moment, that was enough. Jordan did not understand the question, but he knew the answer was no. No, yeah. Jordan exited the car in silence, and a newer, humbler man. The house before him seemed to loosely match the image provided by redacted due to copyright. Okay. <laughs> Google images, I guess. <laughs> uh, except in person, it seemed much more ominous. The absolute absence of any vehicles or any human presence whatsoever was unnerving. Nevertheless, shaking in his tiny, minuscule baby shoes, worn, Jordan Peterson pressed on. The door was slightly ajar, so there was no need to knock. Inside, the house was dark, with the exception of the dimly lit hallway that seemed to lead to a stairway downwards, the surrounding walls and rooms shrouded in complete inky blackness. The psychologist was tense, 
His perfect dick-sucking throat constricted nervously. What the fuck? <laughs> but he knew he couldn't go back. <laughs> Sorry, that what the fuck wasn't written. My bad. He had a divorce to file. Beads of sweat welled at his forehead as he headed towards the stairwell at the end of the hallway, and he could have sworn he saw something skitter past his feet as he took the first step down into what he could only assume to be a basement of some sort, and in that moment, he felt a hand grab him, twisting at his wrist. Violently, pulling him feverishly down the stairs, and just as Jordan was about to scream, uh, I want to make sure I know who this is. It's who I think it is. Just give me a second, because I want to do the voice right. Uh, ba 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 Okay, bro, don't scream. What are you, some kind of SJW snowflake? God, this is not epic of you. Immediately, Jordan's eyeballs almost popped out of his skull, and his limp dick just nearly flew into orbit at the familiar, <laughs> shrill, incredibly fuckable voice. In his moment of shock, he was pulled into a room that was surprisingly lit in all four corners, and he could hear the slam of a door behind him. Slowly coming back to reality, he began to take in the room around him. It was most certainly a man cave, decked out with a TV, pictures of lewd anime girls, a poop sock or two, multiple beanie bags, and a clearly unstable table. The scent of the poop socks wafted throughout the room, fermented by the clear implication of piss and cum on the walls and floor. This wasn't just a man cave, but a cum dungeon. Jordan was mortified until he allowed his eyes to make contact with the man that he craved, the one that was apparently his lawyer? <laughs> Who? Whose house is this? Jordan managed out a quiet mutter. Very beta of him. Shapiro couldn't help but think. He allowed a smirk to play across his lips. If only he knew how to smile like a regular human. <laughs> I like how they keep going back to that. If only he My had friend. a non-reptilian facial expression. <laughs> if only he wasn't, like, a creepy smiler. My friend. My good pal. Alex. Alex? Ben oh, Shapiro no. inhaled sharply. <laughs> Jones. The psychologist's eyes Damn. widened at that. Who is in my lair? Rasped a voice. Booming voice. <laughs> Completely startling poor Jordy. I smell soy. Jordan grew more afraid, more and more fearful. <laughs> oh my god, he's like the troll under the bridge. This is definitely yeah, literally. Like something I would see like at children's theater in like California, the San Francisco <laughs> Bay would be doing yeah, this. 100%. They'd be like, do yeah. you know who's coming out? They'd be like, no, no. <laughs> the big bad. If I fall bum, they're turning the fucking frogs gay. <laughs> oh my um, god, this is ridiculous. This is outrageous. My client. My, my client called back Ben, briefly breaking his intimidating stare to glance back towards a corner of the room so inky black that it seemed to be slowly swallowing the room. Ooh, like Belatedly, that. Jordan realized this to be the strongest source of the cum dungeon's rank musk. <laughs> In a way, it made sense that this was the InfoWars headquarters. If not marked by the various paraphernalia, then surely the poop sock should have made it apparent. Unfortunately, this, I, don't, I really don't get the poop sock thing. Unfortunately, this did nothing to slow Jordan's quickly beating heart and hearing his dear Benny speak his oh-so-desirable chipmunk voice with such familiarity to Alex Jones's corner added a soft ache, ache of jealousy. Don't mind Alex. He just gets like that when he's horny, Ben reassured, his gaze back to that familiar ponage state. Seeing it when Benny destroys... Seeing it when Benny destroys epic liberals on YouTube is one thing, but in person? And to be personally directed at Jordan himself... It was undoubtedly the end of this particular pair of pants' life, mm. as on top of the now-crystallized key lime Gogurt Jordan Omega's fluids were now making a further mess of his ratty boxers and Daisy Dukes. As his pants were soaked with his flowing Omega juices, the sweet sap of his boy pussy, self-lubricated and ready for Ben Shapiro's hypothetical hard red knot, we got to nodding, oh, he realized God. he was being distracted from the situation at hand by the extremely handsome manlet before him. He was there to file a divorce, and that was final. As if reading his thoughts, Benny Boy smirked smugly, radiating an aura of pure alpha energies. Let's lawyer. 
Soon enough, the two were sitting at Benny's messy desk, a, a variety of legal papers. That's a liar. A variety of legal papers spread out, slightly stained by the leftover poop sock residue. Alex Jones's heavy breathing was an impressive ambience over the already disgusting room. Uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson, Ben chimed, looking over some fucking document. <laughs> Jordan hesitant. <laughs> just, like, just like, uh, Jordy, some plots, uh, whatever, to move this along. Document, whatever, fuck you. Uh, Jordy hesitantly nodded before clearing his throat phlegm. <clears throat> Psychologist, actually, he clarified. I'm what some would call a modern-day philosopher. Ben's eyes immediately widened, his mouth twitching into what may be described as an oo face, an O-W-O face. The lawyer reached over the table, hastily grabbing at JPB's wrinkly, paper-like, crusted-over in sticky gogurt and other unidentified fluids' hands. If Ben Shapiro was capable of an expression other than smugness, it was in this moment. His eyes were pleading. Please help me. And uh, that's the end of the fic, bro. Wow. Really left me on a cliffhanger. That was really yep. funny. I agree. Like, uh, like I legitimately agree. The last time it was updated was in 2019, April of 2019. So I have a feeling we're never going to get a conclusion yeah. to this this tale. Um, but what did you think? I'd love to love to hear all your thoughts. I on mean, that. obviously, what, how I, do I we... laughed quite a bit. It was funny. Um, it is startling how much um, how much research went into this so that they could accurately portray each one of these these uh these crazy characters i really wish there was more yeah. alex jones i feel like with more chapters comes more alex jones Agreed. um joe rogan somewhere <laughs> joe rogan might make an entry joe rogan somewhere um yeah yeah no that was great I, it, great words calcified Agreed. what was it <laughs> yeah calcified key lime gogurt oh, and um the dream, yeah, the DreamWorks. I just like that's what I read fan fiction <laughs> for. It's just like this kind of like, just yeah. like a reference for like what, and then you think about it for a second, <laughs> you're like, like you're the over the hedge movie poster, yeah. and you're like, yeah, why is that squirrel so smug? <laughs> what I love over the hedge too. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I thought the writing was, was uh, the like I said, spelling, or the grammar, the spelling was fine. It was mainly the grammar and, like, the, the placement of shit. Punctuation. Not great at all. Um, kind of confusing sometimes. Who fucking cares? Uh, there's the ooh face. It's hilarious. Um, Look at these I love the characterization. I'm, pull, I'm, just, I'm just pulling up DreamWorks okay. movie posters now. That's hilarious. But, like, I love the characterization. I, I, I can't, I, I literally cannot believe that the person that wrote this actually hates those people. Because they know too much. You know what I mean? Um, I don't get the poop sock thing at all. Um, is that is that did, was there a reference to a poop sock in last the last time we recorded? Uh, no, there was like the cheese. Uh, oh something. yeah, the cheese thing. Sock maybe dropping the cheese. I, I, I even though I was reading last fic, I wasn't even really paying attention. <laughs> um, oh okay, so the poop sock thing is from the 2005. It's a copy pasta. I'm on know your meme, of course. Um, oh, there's that uh, totally, definitely not hot Samsung uh, girl. Um, the you know the the animated one. Oh yeah. The slang term for a sock one uses to defecate in. Originally, it spread in MMO RPG communities for games such as World of Warcraft, as players would reportedly not leave their computers to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and instead defecate into a sock. Uh, okay, I guess that's just the the meme. It's a it's a gamer meme. It's an epic gamer meme, and here we are. Okay, that's epic. Okay, that was. Man, epic. I'm looking at a Mega Mind poster right now. Oh my god! Yes, dude, Mega Mind <laughs> is so smug. <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay, that was epic. That was epic. 
That was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Oh, man. Mr. Peabody and Sherman. That's the smile. In case anyone's watching right now and they're like, what are they freaking talking about? Look at the poster I, from Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Look at the stream. That's exactly what they're talking about. Absolutely. Um, I just I, I saw uh, Over the Hedge one. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I guess Ben Shapiro has a DreamWorks face, and we just didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't know DreamWorks face was a thing. But now and it I'm is. so glad to know that. So, wow. It's like I, 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 I'm very disconnected from the original source. But there's that saying that's like a piece of information is so profound that when you hear it, it almost seems like it's not original because it's so apparent. But you just never thought of it before. Yeah. And that's this. Yeah. That's this. Yeah. I think I've said it before on the podcast. It's like the idea of like like um, Mozart was like discovering music as opposed to writing it. It was just like these universal like – People were yeah. like, oh, yeah, I already know yeah. that, even though it's brand new. It's like such like a universal, uh, yeah. deeply, deeply human thing, the DreamWorks space. And yeah. That's that's the DreamWorks space. It's so Shapiro. funny, man. They're so, so funny, funny out there. Yeah. Um, so I like the fanfic. I thought it was hilarious. And it's like, like these people, don't like these people. I thought it was funny. Um, I, I think it, it – not only that, like – if you're on the internet and you're on the political side of the internet, these uh, memes and these ideas have have spread into the ether. So you should at least be able to laugh at, like I said, like these people don't like him. You should at least be able to act, laugh at the the way this was crafted. I would say, yeah, for sure. So um, that's it. I'm giving it a ten out of ten. Smashing the like <laughs> button. It was epic. Yeah. Okay, that was pretty epic. Okay, that was pretty epic. Um, Ryan, what are you stoked on? Oh boy. Um. Hmm. Besides Giant uh, Connect Four, which just showed up, um, courtesy of my my co-host, oh Captain, my Captain, oh host, my host. I'm pulling up to the screen. I got uh, three new books in the mail today. Very nice covers. Oh, you did get them. I got them right here. Okay. Thank you very That's much, awesome. my friend. Picked it up at a used yeah. bookstore in Gainesville. The uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited about these. Uh, Those are uh, Ballantine, right? I don't know what that the means. The publisher? Yes. BB. Something, something like <clears throat> okay. that. Okay. One second. Give me one second. Were they 95 cents? Because it says it was 95 cents, and I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that you did not buy it for 95 cents. Um, anyway, I've read these. I read these a very long time ago. I'm reading some books now, and I really much look forward to uh, digging into them again with these pretty sweet uh, old covers yeah. that we got. Uh, so those... The only reason why I notice them is because that's like those are uh, those exact copies are known as like universally polarizing for uh, covers. It's like some people love them and some people hate them. I'm on the side that I think they're fucking awesome. Like I understand that they're like very bold colors and like weird art, but like that draws my eyes. I think that's the S tier, quite frankly. Yeah, these are um, pretty good. Obviously, you I did not S A. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh, I know Ryan loves Lord of the Rings, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna ask if he wants them." And uh, you did say pull the trigger, so I'm, I'm glad you got them. That's I'm, they got there very quick. quick. Um, I sent them on Friday, so I'm glad they got to you. Um, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you're you're enjoying yeah. them, and I hope you uh, you enjoy the reread. What's funny is I I was just reading um, a Case of Conscience, which is a, a Hugo Award winner. I'm trying to like make my way through the Hugos. Um, this was like the Hugo Award winner for like 1959. Uh, solid three out of five. It had a lot of potential. It wasn't great. doesn't matter. Anyways, it is also a Ballantine uh, book, published book. And at the back of it, it actually says um, the only um, authorized editions are uh, ours. So get the complete trilogy. And it's referring to the trilogy that you Oh, have. that's awesome. So, 
Wow, that's yeah, so quite I a was find. Just, I was, that's quite a find. Yeah, they're yeah. great. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny that just so happened to be the copy of the case of conscience that I have is the exact like, you know, same level as the ones that you have, like it's from the same year and everything. So um, interesting, interesting stuff. Well, that's cool. So you're stoked on Lord of the Rings or the books or Connect Four? Uh, the books. Glad that I got them. Looking forward to reading them oh, again. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. That'd be a nice treat. Nice little Good, yeah. relaxing read. I hope they, the condition was as I advertised. I hope I didn't oversell the condition. I'm nervous now that I'm going to tear them apart because, like, when I read, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, like, open them nice and wide. Yeah. So. No, I – so um, it was literally only because of the first Dune book when I was reading it. I, I was like, I don't want any creases in the spine. So I got, like, really weird about, like, holding it a certain way. And uh, so now, like, I'm, I'm pretty good about not bending spine. So I think you'll be able to – I think you'll be able to, to, to finesse it. Yeah, it's already got a little crease in it, which is what you want from a used book. These are not uh, these exactly. Are not yeah. These have been these have been used. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. No, to it. It, so thank you. It, it gives you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. That's what I'm stoked yeah. on. So, what about you? What are you um, stoked on? Interestingly enough, I, I will definitely get that. I was gonna say, interestingly enough, I actually just started watching Lord of the Rings. I'm two movies deep. I started telling the uh, the the stream while you were getting your package, mm. um, but I just a couple of days ago finished the Two Towers Extended Edition. So yeah, you didn't seem too keen on the first one. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I was not very keen on the first one. I liked the second one a lot more. Yeah, I liked the second one a lot. So, I feel like the thing that bothered me the most is they like they amped, they hyped up the uh, fellowship, and then by the end of the movie, like the fellowship was over, and I was like, oh, uh, we still have two more four-hour movies. Okay, okay, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I, I get where they're going now, but I was just at the end of the first one. I was just like, man, I sat through all the Hobbit stuff. I got to the Council of Elrond. And now they're not even a fellowship. Yeah, yeah. Anymore. You're like their big battle is the Balrog, and then after that, they just kind of they split up. Yeah, and like apparently the climax of the movie is actually supposed to be Sean Bean trying to take the ring, and it's like, what? Like that was, it wasn't much. You know true. what I mean? It was that just is, like, that is a good point. I mean, as a book, yeah. you, you, I'm sure you understand it's a lot easier. But as a movie, of they're trying to like yeah. peak this massive battle. Yeah, and then also the splitting, and then also yeah, this like betrayal and murder. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. And like, you know, I mean, you know how I am. I normally try to watch or read the book first before I watch yeah, anything, but like too much. No. And I was, I was just taking like stock of like my reading list yeah. of, you know, of shit to read. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to get to Lord of the Rings anytime soon unless I like make time for them. And I don't think I can. So I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'll just watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought the second one, like I said, I thought the second one was a lot better. Uh, I really like, uh, Gollum. Uh, he likes it raw and wriggly, which I think makes him a freak. Uh, but that's one of the lines in the movie. He catches a fish and he's like, he likes it raw and wriggly. Yeah. And I was like, you are a freak. Gold. Yeah. I mean, uh, his movies are classics. Movies are classics. Even no, if they're yeah, not good. Yeah. They're and, classics. I remember I, I watched no. the first like hour of the fellowship on HBO max, yeah. plug HBO max. And I was just like, I, love I was it. like when the screen, when like the title pulls up and it's just like white font mm-hmm. over this, I'm like, that is classic like there's no movie that yeah. like that anymore like that was like the last of these classics i i totally agree and i i i don't even want to say classic i want to say epic yeah i mean i mean it's like okay people would turn to infinity war and endgame to call like an epic movie put those aside maybe the pirates of the caribbean third movie was like quote-unquote yeah. epic but like we don't get like big movies like this anymore and um i guess like people are going to try to make avatar two and three that way but whatever uh and no i I didn't i didn't think the first one was bad it just it was having not watched it since it came out obviously and watching it now um i think i was i was a uh i'm a prisoner of my moment right now where i I was like 
man, for the love all the people have for these movies, I was expecting more. Sure. Um, and that's unfair, obviously, on my part. Uh, but also a movie, I guess, should be judged, too, on its staying power. Um, not that it not that it didn't hold up. I think the the practical and the, uh, uh, the computer generated effects still look really good. Golem looks amazing from was it two thousand five? He looks great. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, I was just I, I would say confidently I was fickle on how I felt about the first one, and then I legitimately like the second one. So I've been told the third one's the best. I'm excited to watch the. Yeah, I'm interested because the third you talk about having like the kind of unclear multiple climaxes in the the first one there's like 900 climaxes and endings <laughs> yeah. to the third one so that was that was yeah. great but it won best picture like it literally won best picture so yeah yeah it won it won a lot um it won a ton and like vigo? Um, I actually, you, gotta, you gotta understand the love for vigo now after watching those movies yeah yeah for sure for sure i think he is great um i i love i mean i've always liked elijah wood just from the other stuff i've seen him in so i think he's good um, I, I will actually tell you, I think my least favorite, like cast, like casted person or just character is, um, um, what's his name in real life? Sean Astin for Sam. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it seems like all of his lines, he's just like reading to read. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I don't know the character of Samwise, yeah. right? Isn't that yeah, his name? Yeah. I always, I always, I keep wanting to say Sam well. From I always loved him as that. Name. And I, I didn't know him at all as like Rudy yeah. or like the guy from stranger things and he's in like a yeah. bunch of other stuff. I, every time I see him, I'm like, Oh, that's Sam. Like I only associate yeah. him with that. So I have like kind of an opposite effect. Okay. That makes sense. So like, I think the first thing I saw him in was 51st dates. Yeah. If um, I saw that like today, I'd be, my mind would be blown. I've like purposely not watched that movie. A, because I really like that movie. Adam Sandler. Second, because, um, yeah, I've heard he's in it and it's weird. It is, yeah. He he plays like a meathead brother to Drew Barrymore, and it's just weird. Yeah, I couldn't handle that. Um, so I don't, you know, I, I he would, I, and it's not that he's doing a bad job. It's just like if I had to pick one of the Fellowship, he'd probably be it. Um, it, it was it was actually really funny because um, when the the shit, uh, you know, I'm watching the extended edition, and out of nowhere, they just like walk over to Vigo in the second one, and they're like, "I heard that you fought with my grandfather," and he's like, "I did." And she's like, but that would mean that you're 87 years old. Yeah, I'm a Dunedin of Numenor. And you're just like, all right. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah he lives to be like 400. Whatever. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> I can understand why they cut that out. They're like, oh, this cool action yeah. hero, he's like almost 100. <laughs> It's not only that; it was just like it's like, what the fuck is a Dunedin? What? Where is Numenor? And like, what? Okay, you're 87. Dude, okay. That's what it was like to read the book before like the Silmarillion came out. And everything it was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, and I, like, it's so funny too because they just like, I guess they really don't hold your hand. But I will say one thing that like weirdly takes me out of it is there's fireworks, and I'm like, okay, there's fireworks. But then they use the same month structure as just regular life, so it's like, yeah, it's October, and there's a <laughs> Hobbit, and fuck you. And I was just like, I was like, okay, it's October 12th, got it, all right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it is almost my birthday, dudes. Yeah, I was like, oh, sick, my birthday's gonna be seen late, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's just like, oh, okay, all right, we should... you know, I'd expect them to be like, like. It's winter's month, or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's like, like it's, it's high it's fantasy, but also like it's Columbus Day. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go, let's go. You got what do you? Does anyone want to celebrate this national banking holiday? And I was like, what? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, and that, none of what I'm saying is coming out of like hate for them. I, I like it's just coming out of like just enjoyment yeah, yeah, and entertainment. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm starting Lord of the Rings, the movie, or I'm almost done with the movies. Uh, what am I stoked on? Oh, okay. So, um, 
I've uh, long, I guess I would say, I don't want to say like personal journey, but just long like self journey of I think everyone in their in entire lives, if they're conscious and care, are always trying to do their best to you know better themselves uh, mentally and like physically and emotionally and all that stuff. And um, you know, I'm not big into like self help books. But I, I have come to the point where I'm like, man, if I can like find pieces of a philosophy or religion that seem to make sense in our um, natural feeling and can help me, I'll start using them. And so uh, I've like kind of been dipping my toe into stoicism. And uh, there's actually a podcast on Spotify that I found. It just randomly popped up, up for me uh, called The Stoic Coffee Break. And it is a – uh, I think it's like weekly. He kind of puts them out whenever he feels like it. But I, I came in like at episode like 180 something. So what do I know? And um, it is a little like bit of stoicism and stoic philosophy in the time it would take you to get a cup of coffee. So it's normally like eight to 15 minutes. And um, I just been listening to it when I've been like working around the house or like walking the dog and just, you know, um, hearing like I don't I don't say self-help, but like ways to like th- get my mentality um, changed in a more healthy way and to respond to things. And so um, I'm stoked on the Stoic Coffee Break. If uh, Stoicism is something that you've been interested in uh, or if you're just looking for a way to think about things differently or in a new perspective, I think it's an interesting thing to uh, listen to and I think uh, might help you. You know what I mean? So that's uh, that's what I'm stoked That's on. interesting to hear you say. I, I feel like I, I used to watch like a YouTube guy who was like into mm-hmm. Stoicism or he would like explain it. Uh, yeah, I said like a philosopher. It was like Marcus Citrilli. There's some philosopher. He's the like quote all the time. Are you joking? Or are you being serious? No, nah, I can't remember. I feel like you're still joking. No, no. I I, I, I honestly used to watch these YouTube videos about it. Um, it's Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Who's that? He was he was one of uh, five like good emperors for Rome. Like they they literally had like five like good emperors they used to consider and he was one of them does that have anything to do with and, stoicism or am i totally misguided yes yeah yeah, yeah. no no no, no. I, okay i thought you were just i thought you were just um being difficult no no, 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 no. i'm, try, I'm honestly you, trying to, okay. to to, yeah, yeah. to make so, a connection here yeah yeah so uh, marcus aurelius was an emperor of rome he was one of or uh, a leader i don't know if he was an emperor but he was one of the best leaders that rome had and in his lifetime uh he wrote down his thoughts and um they were obviously like collected and then um put into a book and it's called Meditations. So it's Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. And it's basically like the groundwork for Stoicism. And um, it's, it's you know, um, under uh, re- response to stimuli and uh, response to anxiety. And that's sort of a lot of the stuff that he goes through. So, I, I yeah, I got – literally because of Stoic Coffee Break, I, like, got a copy of Meditations. And I've been, like, trying to just read through it every now and then. Um, and obviously, like, Stoicism isn't, like, a religion or anything. But it's, it's sort of like a, a philosophy or a uh, – I think the best way to describe it would be like a a different way to respond to to external stimuli. Mm. Uh, and I think the biggest piece – because I was telling my friend about it, one of my friends, and he's like, yeah, isn't that just like not responding to things? I'm like, no. Like that's like, – I'm like it's not not being emotional. It's, uh, it's like um, not being stoic in the way that we would describe – like use that word typically. Yeah, like we would use it as like, oh, that person's stoic. Like they don't show emotion yeah. and like – I mean, I guess you could consider that like the Marcus Aurelius version of Stoicism, but I would say the biggest like lesson to be learned from the philosophy is if you take stock of all of the things in your life that cause you anxiety or bother you and you classify them in one of two categories, which is do I have control over this or do I not have control over this? Um, it's basically saying 
um, worry about and put energy into the stuff that you have control over and try your best not to worry about the stuff that you don't have control over. And the sooner that you do that, the sooner you'll find that you, you can change things positively. And if you're in like a bad, like mental headspace or you have anxiety or something, you realize that just by the virtue of identifying those things and trying to address those things, you actually start to feel better. Um, so like, uh, for example, one of the, um, things I've been like trying to get better on is, uh, obviously because of COVID, I, I became a, uh, a, a fat, uh, fat lard. Um, when, uh, we went surfing, I got oh, the Gordo board, board which, which, means, which fat means fat in Spanish. Spanish. Uh, so if <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm already like very tall, um, but like, you know, so I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to like lose weight. Like I want to work on that. So it's like, I I'm, I'm causing anxiety by my, my weight gain. Well, I can fix that. I can't change COVID. Like mm-hmm. I can't change the fact that I was forced to be sedentary. But now that that's, you know, seemingly on its way out. Yeah, I, I mean, have I've, I, I live in New York City. Like every gym is open. I go to the gym. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like, it's like, okay, well, if I really care about my weight and I really care about, you know, um, whatever, well, I need to, I need to address that. And it's like, well, what are, you know, if there are issues in your family that are bothering you, like, you know, you couldn't really change the fact, like, for example, that your parents are getting a divorce. But if they're both speaking to you about it in a certain way and it bothers you, you can address that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can say to them, like, hey, don't talk to me about it. Or you can say, if you're going to talk to me about it, I don't want you to say bad things about the other one. Something like that. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's like a, taking. It's a, yeah. It's like an interest. I don't mean to cut you off, but like, that seems like yeah, a really good. healthy way to contextualize what. Yeah. Like, literally, it's like take stock of what things bother you their stimuli affect you and then understand like is this something i control is this something i can't and then yeah the things you can't control make actions go after them and then don't worry about it and the things you can't you can't so no this exactly. sounds this sounds cool this sounds like cool. i remember again i remember like looking into it and like yeah. re- watching youtube videos obviously not getting too deep into it but um that sounds really cool I'm, I'm happy to hear that and it seems like you're you're having a good go of it so far no, yeah, I, I can definitely tell you. I um, and mentally, I feel like in a better headspace than I was like a year ago. I think that's really safe to say. Um, and obviously, there's like a bunch of other things that have gone into uh, me feeling in a better headspace than I was a year ago. Um, obviously, with like that whole pandemic thing uh, not being as big as it was. Um, but yeah, so I, it's it's one of those things where I have a little bit of extra time to like put into like I guess I don't want to say self care because that makes me sound like a Instagram influencer um, who's going to sell you like supplements. But, you know, just taking time for myself and it, and it like part of stoicism, too, is like realizing um, that if you can do good for other people, you can do it. But also if doing good for other people is going to hurt you, don't hmm. like it's not being selfish. It's being considerate of the fact that you are an autonomous body and you do have ultimate responsibility over yourself at the end of the day. So, it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, um, like especially in like family situations, I'm very, very like giving and I'm very like, yeah, I'll do whatever you ask without hesitation without thinking about how it's going to affect me so like sitting there and, and you know just listening to an eight minute bit about like yeah this is the reason why that might not be good um listening to that it's just like oh yeah and so i guess it's like a, a process of like retraining uh my brain or, or giving me new perspectives and like the i was listening to one today and it was it was called Ten Thousand kicks and uh it's it it was based off of the quote by bruce lee which is like i'm not afraid of the guy who's practiced ten thousand kicks one time i'm afraid of the guy that's practiced yeah and so it's like um if you want to make a change it has to be habitual Mm -hmm. like it's not like oh i went to the gym once like you have to turn it into a habit yeah um and it's not just physical things like it's it's even like mental things it's like if you if you start to feel yourself like spiraling mentally acknowledging that and making a habit of finding things that make you 
get out of that headspace and realizing that when you start to acknowledge that you're not feeling well, okay, well now I have to put myself in this better, you know what I mean? So it's just, um, yeah. So yeah, that reminds me of this book I read called atomic habits. I'm kind of stoked on that. Okay. I'm talking about it, but yeah, nice like little tiny things building up to it. That's cool. That's awesome. That is awesome thing yeah. to be stoked on. That is awesome thing to be stoic on. Yeah. And, um, I'm stoked on it. Yeah. Great. Uh, if I can pick one that's not serious, I'm trying to read all the Hugos. And Ryan, we should start a Hugo podcast where we just talk about the Hugo Award winners. That sounds awesome to me. Yeah. We could at least get 69 episodes because that's how many they've awarded for novels. It's so sick. It's so fucking sick. Okay. I'm hyped on that. That's coming to your feed soon. Get ready for that. Jesus. Um, I hope so. Good Lord. And it's more money going to Fireside. That's what that sounds like to me. Uh, exactly. Alex, where can people find us on the internet if they want to follow us? Uh, find us on Twitter. And YouTube, that's like our best uh, place to find us. So suck my fanfic on both. One of them is at suck my fanfic, and the other one I think is what the fuck is our YouTube? Suck my fanfic podcast. 